Well now hey there folks, my name's Oliver Seedfall, and well I'm just a humble county mouse who's been happy to spend his days wrangling worms and lazing about in that there warm summer sun. But just recently, I was the one getting wrangled into an adventure as I left my happy town and set out to meet up with a bunch of lousy stinking rats. Now if y'all ain't subscribed to the Wonders and Blunders Patreon, then you'd be missing out on all our adventures, unlike the following crowd who's been supporting us and all of our caravan friends. So a few quick thank yous to David Forsey, Chris Walsh, Jason Campbell, Gillities, oh, y'all are just so gosh darn nice, Matthew Smets, Heather Baird, Olga Krasik, and Cheryl Ann, a real stand-up crowd, Mary Rain, Noreen Elizabeth, Michael Pollard and Michelle B. Oh, some fine fellas they all are. Mike Hammond, Chelsea Deb Hilke, and Shell Scott. No, we couldn't do this without you. If y'all want to hear more about our wild ventures or just want to help out the Caravan of Wonders, then head on over to patreon.com slash wonderandblunder to find out more. And I hope to see y'all again soon. Hello, all you Mysterios and Killettes. Welcome back to Daggers Out! The detectives were invited to a twisty tower in the Fae by a tiefling wizard. But his birthday party quickly became a freaking clue game when Ken the Cold began playing the role of Mr. Dead Body. The party was attended by General Norbert Noir as Colonel Blusters, Beatrice as Mrs. Fright, Terry as Professor Dumb, Herrick as Mr. Mean, and Paulina as Miss... Uh, map like her. You get it! Guess who killed Ken? On this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders! So to remind you of the, the players right now, we've got the daughter of Ken, Beatrice, who likes to be referred to as Nightshade, um, who you know is a teacher at the Spire Academy in Rittenus, and you know that she is a necromancy wizard. You met Terry, his son, who is useless, a bit of a black sheep in the family, uh, not treated very well, who works in silvers. Then there is Herrick, who seems to be some sort of criminal, who is another one of the sons. Ken's ex-wife, Paulina Godreath, who is a uh, drow cleric of Najem, who is the goddess of curiosity and adventure, and General Norbert Noir, who is a winter eladrin and uh, a general for the winter court. So, so far, you have been in a few rooms in this tower. You've been in the front hall where Jeeves sits to open doors to different parts of the tower. Uh, you've been in the, we've called it a few things, but I, I'm going to call it just the sitting room that were the first room that you went into with the fireplace and the nice comfy couches. Uh, you've been in the dining room. Bree has found the kitchen. <laughs> Everybody's in the study except for Bree and Valen. Valen is in the observatory and Bree is in the kitchen. I think and, and the bedroom. And, and your guest room. That's right. Yeah. Norbert has moved around the side of the chair where Ken sits, looking out the window of the observatory, and he has turned around and said, Mr. Valen, please gather your friends in the sitting room. Uh, there has been a murder. Uh, uh, My dear, how did, how could this have, who, who would do this? Uh, uh, yes, right, right, right away. And he walks back to the door with you. 
Do I still have to uh, detect magic up? You do have detect magic up. Um, this room is fairly magic. There are a bunch of like floating plants in here. So all, all of the planters are look like they have sort of an enchantment over them. The window itself, this big dome is glowing with a, it looks like a grid. There's like a grid over it that is made up of conjuration magic. There's a desk next to a large telescope that next to that you can see there is a sheet of paper that is glowing quite brightly, uh, also with conjuration magic. And or uh, make a perception check, actually. Sure thing. That's a nine. A nine? <laughs> uh, that is all you see. Uh, yeah, so I just sort of like glance around frantically and, and just sort of sort of stumble backwards uh, following Noir out very out of sorts. Yeah, and uh, Noir opens the door back into the front hall. Uh, Jeeves standing there waiting for you as you come in. And he says, Jeeves, uh, kindly lock the doors, the front door. Uh, make sure nobody leaves. I have some distressing news. Uh, your master has been slain this night. And Jeeves says, my, my goodness, I, that's horrible. I, who should tell them? The, the children and Paulina, they're, they're all here. And he says, yes, that is exactly my concern uh if you wouldn't mind please open the door to the sitting room i would like to gather everybody there to begin the questioning uh and he says uh yes um, right away and the sitting room door opens up in front of you Valen. did you uh have any indication that he was under threat could there be someone here that we are not aware of uh and Jeeves says oh no uh, if if anyone who came in would have to come through the front door and they would have to pass me. There is there is no way that there is anyone else in this tower who had not been invited. This is a, a tragedy. He was He's such a kind, a generous man. Mm, indeed. And yet, it seems to be those who are the types that get stabbed in their backs. I hate to say it, but right now the only one who I can completely clear of all suspicion is you. Uh, well, I, I can also vouch for the rest of my companions. None of us would have done this. He, he saved our lives. Hmm. It would have been quite tight. We were the last ones in the dining room. Uh, Jeeves, could you uh, just ring the dinner bell for me? And uh, Jeeves rings a little bell that he takes out of his like stone breast pocket. And in the study uh, and in the kitchen, um, the rest of you hear this little tinkling bell. And all of the doors in those rooms swing open, showing the sitting room. Just to clarify, the study is the same as the library the study is yeah the library so it has um okay. the the study has it's not just a library it has these big bookcases that spiral up into the dark but there are also a few tables there are piles of like spell components there are runic symbols on the ground uh, a cage over in the corner this looks like an area of magical experimentation okay what's going on <clears throat> Hey, I don't know. It seems like... I, yeah, Star's just going to walk over to the door and look out. Uh, yeah, so as you look through the door, you see the sitting room. And in the sitting room, there are a bunch of other doors that have all opened up throughout various parts. Like all the blank spaces on the walls now are filled with doors, and they've all opened up. And you see Noir and Valen, I suppose, walk through the door into the sitting room. Star calls out to Valen, like, hey, what's going on? Uh, uh a tragedy. What? Mm -hmm. Our our host has been slain. What? By whom? That's the question. Hey. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Star's gonna walk into the room, I guess, and join everybody. Yeah. yeah. Are there any pitchers of water in here? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Ben pours himself a glass of water. He's just got his eyes kind of squinted. He's like, oh, I'm really tired. I can't sleep. <laughs> oh, so I, I will say this. If, if you're doing that because of the berry, you don't, like, the, the effects of, like, exhaustion or anything aren't taking effect. Yeah, I was doing that for the alcohol. Okay, then, then totally get your drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, through the other doors, very slowly, you see Herrick and Terry step through, and Paulina, as uh, she says, well, this is quite odd. Uh, I don't much like having my door opened uh, without me being the one to open it. What, what's the meaning of all this? I sort of glance at at the general. Uh, and he says, please, uh, uh, have a seat. We'll wait for everyone to arrive. I think at this point you hear a loud clash, clatter, and bang coming from the kitchen uh, as Bree comes, like, racing in through the door, out of breath, covered in splinters and blood and <laughs> all sorts of random food detritus uh, stuck in her, on, her, on her scales. Uh, and it's just like... <sighs> Uh, what's happening? <laughs> Are you all right, Bree? My goodness. Uh, it's it's so okay, and uh, like looks behind her and closes the door to the kitchen that you yeah. just see is in shambles. <laughs> and as you close the door, a bunch of like kitchen knives like stick through it one by one that uh, <laughs> like we're aiming at her chest and face. Ah. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Are we okay? Um. Well, we are. Uh, apparently, our host um, is not. Um, and then through the, not through any of the open doors, but the door to the front hall opens again, and Beatrice steps through and is kind of like surprised looking at everyone. And she just says, what, what's the matter? And oh boy. Norbert stands in front of everyone. He's just standing with his back turned to them all, staring into the fire. And unnecessarily dramatic fellow. <laughs> this is completely <laughs> necessary. Thank you very much. He lights a pipe and takes a puff, then just sort of watches the smoke rise towards the ceiling. And Herrick is like, spit it out. What's going on? And he turns around and he says, I'm sorry to say it, but your father, your ex-husband, Paulina, has been killed. And they all just like, <gasps> <laughs> and gasp. And except for Paulina, who kind of has her arms crossed and she's just like, Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's blessed by Celestia itself. I, he's immortal. We, as much of a thorn in our side as that has been, he, there is no way that he is dead. And, we saw him like two minutes ago. And Noir says, yes, that is true. Just uh, a moment ago, it is puzzling how he managed to find himself dead in such a short period of time after we found him. After everybody in his family, the only people in this tower, I might add, stormed from the dining room and were therefore unaccounted for the moments before his death. And Herrick is like, this again. What are you going to try to pin this on me to? You think I would go up there and kill my own father? And he's like, well, I, as much as I would like to believe that it was you, cannot throw suspicion without hard evidence. But I will tell you that I believe that the killer is in this room. And that none of us will be going anywhere until the truth has been uncovered. Uh, 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 Mr. Noir, sir, if you need help, uh, I can help look for clues. And Ben reaches into the inside pocket of his gray coat and pulls out a big magnifying glass. <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> it was in this pocket here. Okay, this is pretty good because I made a magic item 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it is a special magnifying glass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of a perfect time to find it. Um, Valen, with your detect magic up, you see that this is a magic magnifying glass. <laughs> uh, and when you hold it up and look through it, Ben, uh, you see that in this room, you can see the auras of magic in here. Um, and as as you look through, it looks like this magnifying glass gives you the ability to detect magic, but there you also feel that there is a button on the side of the magnifying glass. Press that button. Uh, you press the button and you see uh, what are you... <laughs> so uh, in this room, you can see all the doors are glowing. You can see the fire is glowing. Mm-hmm. Beatrice, like her face is glowing. The butler be glowing? The butler isn't, isn't in the room, uh, but he you you would be able to see him out the door and he would be glowing as well, yeah. Very sus. Sorry, that was after pushing the button? That uh, oh, No, uh, this is before pushing the button. I'm oh. wondering what you're going to look at when you push the button. Probably, yeah, Ben would do like a sweep and kind of get fixated on the fire and press the button. Okay, um, so when you press the button, you see just like runes pop up all over the magnifying glass and kind of like a HUD in a video game, it identifies the fire for you. So it tells you that it is an evocation spell and it gives you an extra effect. It says that that this spell was cast uh, five minutes ago. Cool. Oh, we can get rid of Valen now. Yeah, we don't need Valen anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh you you see that uh, there are rings around the handle and Mm -hmm. one of the rings lights up and there are three left. Mm -hmm. It has four Uh, charges. You used one. (laughs) Um... Oh... (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it bends like yeah his eye all huge through the magnifying glass big owl eye just uh looks at valen um valen this is um magic uh maybe Hmm. it it does magic like you do it tells what things are Um, excellent Uh, that could probably pretty good for we should probably (coughs) and ben takes a big swig of water and kind of like rubs his temple like let's um i should probably be shown the body uh, yes general we we didn't take very much time to uh, investigate the, the scene of the murder yes that is uh that is right i just wanted to be able to account for everybody's whereabouts to make sure nobody had uh, flown the coop uh roan has been sizing everybody up uh, at this news and and uh been pretty solemn after kind of giving everybody a once-over, he uh, he sort of says out loud, uh, "Well, now, uh, anybody see Pinky?" Pinky is not here. Hmm. Well, I, I bet Pinky's just just real distraught. I, I think maybe we should round him up. Yeah, and General Noir says, "Well, uh, now that everybody is together, the family, I would like to stay in this room. Uh, you are the prime suspects in this, although I can't." fully clear this group. I have a feeling that none of them would have had the opportunity to kill Ken as they were the last ones in the dining room with me. And Beatrice is just like staring at the ground in shock. Like, Rowan, when you look over everybody, uh, you can see Terry and Beatrice are both like shattered by this news. And you can see that Paulina still doesn't believe it. She's looking at Ken with like quite a bit of uh, distrust. Norbert. Uh, Norbert, yeah, sorry. Uh, she's looking at Norbert with quite a bit of distrust, and Herrick uh, is staring at Norbert with, like, this hatred. Miss mm. Godreath, were you speaking literally when you spoke earlier and said that uh, Kenoith was 
immortal. Yes, li- literally. He was blessed with immortality. As um, a, a he he did some work with some uh, celestial order. He can't die. It's just well, a di- uh, then how is this possible? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not. Yeah. Is it is it possible that it isn't him? Uh, and Norbert says, well, then maybe it is best that we do go take a look and, and get some of these questions answered. The family, uh, I would request that you stay here. Uh, Jeeves has agreed to lock down the building. None of us will be leaving, but I cannot trust you to not tamper with the scene. And real quick, um, you, you mentioned when you were going over the, the auras of magic to, to Ben that Beatrice had an aura of magic. Uh, what would my detect magic say that uh, school was? Evocation. Mm. Uh, and and Paulina says, "This is uh, this is ridiculous. You're you're telling me that Ken is dead, and you're not even going to let us see the body." And he says, "That is correct. Uh, any of you, although my authority does not spread inside of this tower, outside of it, it is quite legal. And any attempt to tamper with this investigation, I will take as a crime. And you will not." see the light of day again. Ken was not just a good friend of mine. He is a high-standing member of the Winter Court's army, even to this day. This murder will not be taken lightly. Mm, nor should it. And uh, uh, pa- Paulina kind of sits back in her seat. Uh, general, um, weren't you the last person? Weren't you the person to find the body? I was actually yes. with the general at the time. We-, we found the body together. Oh, okay. And Herrick says, yes, I am with the tabaxi. Uh, I don't think we should be so quick to clear General Noir of suspicion. Uh, I um, I only left the dining room a moment before uh, the door opened again to come to the to the library. You can ask Jeeves. It couldn't have been more than five minutes before we were called back, and I left Valen with the general. Uh, he, he was never out of my sight. Um, the, the two of us stepped into the observatory together, and discovered the body together. Oh, well, uh, well, frankly, that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm, yeah, yes. I mean, we're, we're, we're speaking about an Eladrin here. I, I mean, I can't imagine, uh, you know, Your your Honor, I, I can't imagine that you'd be involved in this. I, I, I would like to reiterate, though, that I, I think we should track down Pinky just, uh, just as soon as we can. Is there anyone with, um, the body and on the, the crime, the crime scene? Currently, no, there is not. Well, someone could be tampering with it. Uh, the doors are still open. Um, oh. So you you can actually see into the observatory, like if you look through the door that um, uh, that Valen and Noir came through. I think uh, Ben, leading with his magnifying glass, starts walking towards that door. Okay. And uh, uh, Norbert goes as well and says, yeah. Uh, yeah. sit tight. I'll be wanting to talk to each and every one of you to the, uh, to the family. I'm going to go too. I will also go. <laughs> yeah, so Ben he goes last and just looks at the family and just, just like, He's very suspicious, all of you. Uh, like, like huddly plops uh, her way out of the room. Gravy All dripping. covered in. She put the mark on him. <laughs> the, the two, two eyes, two fingers. I think Kara's going to just stand barely inside the door and, and look back at the family. Uh, yeah, they are, they're all turned watching you walk into the next room. Mm-hmm. Um, so is everybody going to the observatory? Heck yeah. All the doors so. are staying open, right? You can keep them open for now, yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, I want to have a look at this body for sure. Okay, so you go into the room, uh, and again, you're faced with the big globe of glass above you with the big armchair 
facing away from you. As you walk around, you can all make a perception check or one of you can do it with advantage. Rowan does it with advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, first one's 17, next one's 12. So we'll do 17 plus 11 is what, 28? Yeah, okay. Looking around in this room, you see there is a desk with a bunch of papers on it sort of scattered around. Valen, this is where you saw the one glowing piece of paper. You see there is, the the room is, is generally fairly clean, except next to the chair, where you can now see that there is some blood pooling around the feet of the chair. You can see a hand in the resting on the armchair's arm, uh, and as you make your way around, you start to see the body of Ken. There are no wounds. It doesn't look like he. There was like a big struggle or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there is the, that the blood, the wound is in his back, and that he's sitting in the chair facing you. And you also like taking a cursory glance around the room over by the fire you see the limp form of Pinky. And Balin, with your detect magic, you can see the just the faint conjuration and the abjuration spell around him. Still, the, the, the magic is still present. The magic is still present, yeah. Uh, uh, quick, could, could anyone um, uh, help our, our friend here? Seems to be injured. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll mosey over and um, uh, I guess check in on, on Pinky as well. Um, kind I'll... of check for his breathing and uh, I'll put a little blueberry in front of his nose um, uh, hey there little guy what, uh, you, how you doing uh, um, Ben will stride up next to you and just oh um, and reach forward and cast spare the dying on it okay and yeah as you bring over the blueberry to its nose Rowan you see kind of like a sniff and then the eyes just like slowly open and it reaches out and, and grabs the blueberry and just starts like eating it Mm-hmm. Do do I detect any any insight changes to 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 Pinky? Insight changes to Pinky. Yeah, you can make an insight check on Pinky. Ooh, low five. Uh, so that's hiding? only sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, Pinky is like face and eyes in the blueberry, and then kind of has this like confused look on, and slowly stops eating the blueberry, and then like looks at where he is, and then looks over at the chair and just mm-hmm. drops the blueberry and kind of scurries over to the chair and then like looks up and then looks back at all of you. Oh, um, he's upset. Star's gonna try to like, if like looking at the general to to stop if in case the general says anything, he's gonna try to lean the body forward to see the wound in the back. Yeah, so you, you lean the body forward and you can see that there is a, like a small wound like right through the back. You would have knowledge of uh, just from like swordsman training um, that this is like a clean shot through the back to the heart. Mm. Uh, he's been stabbed in the back, uh, straight in the heart actually. Quite the quite the shot. Very clean. Mm. Well, what kind of weapon do you think could have could have done something like that? Can I, like, like history or investigate or something? Um, you can do. Uh, yeah, you, you can kind of choose your choose the skill that you want to do. Okay, I'll do investigation. Okay. Can ah. I assist him with a medicine check? Uh, to help determine, like, exactly, like, whether or not it was, like, a dagger or a sword or a rapier, like, what kind of thing killed him? You can do you can do a medicine check to determine how he was killed. I'll do, okay. uh, it's a 19. 19? Uh, it is definitely a, a dagger. Hmm. Um, it looks like a long, like, sort of a long like a dagger, stiletto. like a dirk. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. It's a dagger. A dagger, uh, uh, undoubtedly. A very long one. A long pointy one? You know, like a stiletto or a dirk? 
Right, right. And was he placed in the chair, or did he fall into it? Uh, it it looks like he's been chair. stabbed. He's been stabbed in the back. Yeah. So yeah, probably like he's been placed in it. I, I doubt. I doubt he fell into it after being stabbed in the back. Can I look at the ground around there and see if there's any like drops of blood leading to the chair, or like? Yeah, you can do an investigation to to check that. And Bree, you got a fifteen on that medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can see that there is also uh, the blood around the wound itself has curdled in a strange way, looking like maybe medicine, uh, like uh, maybe poison. poison. Yeah. Uh, there is a infestation of some kind around the wound as well. Whoever did this mm. wanted to make sure that it wasn't just the knife that killed him. Mm. Mm. Poison? Like, mm. wow. And Ben is like, he's been down kind of uh, uh, trying to comfort Pinky, and then he uh, he stands up and straightens his uh, the his cap and lifts the magnifying glass up and like leans forward towards the body. And he's like poison. This is just like my Nancy Drow books. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah, Mitch is celebrating this pun very hard. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's all we. Yeah, he right? just yeah. he just he's yeah he, he just crossed the end zone. We yeah. just wanted to mention yeah. everybody. He's been, he's been holding that one for a while. <laughs> My uh, floor investigation check was uh, an 11, by the way. There are there are no obvious blood droplets on the ground. Well, no, Valen, your perception check was horrible. You're not sure what <laughs> what the what the state of the blood was when you got in here before. But Ben, when you hold up that magnifying glass, you also see a magical effect. Where? Like the whole body? Uh, over the body, yeah. Okay, and click the button. Uh, you click the button, you get... There was also powerful necromantic magic cast on him. And it's an identify, you get the spell power word kill. Oh. Um, oh! Wow. And Everyone... Balin, you don't see this magic. Oh. With your detect magic. Yeah, so, uh, I see necromantic magic on him. The, the spell kill, power word, power word kill. You'd see Valen oh just go pale. Yeah. I, I don't see any any trace of that. Uh, well, and Ben holds the magnifying glass. See for yourself. Um, this could be could lying. We, could we check what the magnifying glass does? Is there? Uh, oh, you like cast identify on the magnifying glass? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're still useful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well after, after this, he won't be. But yeah, it'll yeah. take <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. Your, your final task. Uh, well, um, I mean, this points fingers, does it not? Uh, certainly a, well, a powerful magic user. Uh, certainly yeah. a powerful necromancer. But but powerful, very powerful. I, I mean, I don't know a whole lot. Valen can speak far better on this spell, but that's that. If if what I know is true, that's a high end spell. It I, certainly makes us want to speak more uh, in depth with Nightshade. Mm, uh, find out what her classes are exactly. Uh, could I look at the glowing um, paper on the desk and and do a little investigation on the on the desk and see what notes are left behind? Yeah, yeah. So you you definitely like you can just read the paper, but if you want to do an investigation to find more of yeah. of what's on the desk, yeah. And you said it was conjuration magic on the paper. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll check the whole desk first. I can't roll. That is an eight. An eight. Um. Yeah. So the the desk itself is is pretty messy. Difficult to tell if, if it's just uh, the rest of the room is pretty spotless, but the the desk itself has been used quite a bit. There's like ink. Uh, I think your eye is caught because there is very fine paper and magical ink 
like all over this desk, like lots of little vials of magic <laughs> ink. There are a bunch of papers. You see a bunch of like half finished spell scrolls. And the the scroll that you see in front of you uh, is a scroll of Kenwath's conjured wardrobe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> can we all see those scrolls? Like, can we all see that that's what that scroll is? Or is that just through his magic? Uh, no, I think I think you'd be able to see that it, it it's actually like pretty like it is it is written for the layman to be able to understand like this oh, okay. is a commercial scroll that he is like <laughs> trying to get people to to put in their spell books. Hmm. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll tap at that scroll. Uh, uh, Noir Noir is in there too, right? He's with us as well. Yeah, and and Noir is is also looking at the body and he's taking notes. Yeah. I'll tap on that scroll and I'll be like, well, well, now the, uh, you know, uh, the doors have all been watched, I'm sure, by, by the butler. Uh, well, you know, I, I doubt anyone got in through those without him noticing, but now this, these, uh, these magic devices here, we, we all kind of reached into the dark and pulled out clothes. What's to say that, you know, you couldn't reach into the dark and, and pull a friend in through, or an enemy, or, uh, you know, some sort of accomplice? How secure are these things, do, do we know? I would like to remind everybody that uh, the old necromancer sister disappeared after dinner. Remember when the whole hands came out of the ground and pulled her mm-hmm. away? You know, mm-hmm. clearly, clearly, she doesn't have to pay attention to doors. That's true. I, I'm hesitant to lay blame yet, but but that's definitely true. Could um, I do an arcana so- check to to see about things like conjured wardrobes and and extra dimensional space and whether creatures can exist within them? So I'll, I'll send you the spell. The spell is now in the group chat. Um, so you can take a look at it. Quick, add it to your spell book. But it's only half well, finished, right? So you're only no, going to send half the words. No, this is the only completed, uh, the only completed scroll. Okay. All these nerds are reading. <laughs> um, I'd love Future to. Future costume changes are us. <laughs> can I do a? I've spent a, a bit of time now with some of the other people, some of the other family members. Can I try to like smell around? the body to see whether or not there's like the remnants of the perfume that like Paulina was wearing or um you know that Beatrice might have had on cool okay yes you can yeah I'm gonna use not the dice that I keep rolling badly on aha 15 plus 5 oh 20 dirty 20 so uh having spent quite a bit of time uh with Paulina you can smell that. You can smell the the scent of Paulina around this room. She does wear a pretty distinctive perfume. Okay. Uh, I know we are quick to uh, lay blame to the necromancer, but well, Paulina has also been in here recently. Oh, is that so? Her uh, scent is on the wind still. Mm. And I do have to say that there is a, a striking mo here for me as well, with a poison knife to the back. Quite a uh, quite a move that Herrick might enjoy on some of his more unsavory missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lack of struggle suggests it's, it's somebody that he knows as well. I, you know that's that's uh, it's it's unfortunate, but but again, I, I really want to keep us from from laying blame on, until we have a little more of a stockpile of that. I am confused on why why would they would kill him and not eat him? Is there other reasons that <laughs> your kind would kill people to? Uh, if it is just for revenge, as you say, or uh, uh, could he have had something they wanted? Oh, yeah, Bri, that was Bri, your, going, your marvelous heart. Yeah, that was going to be my question, too. Um, I mean, while this family Zero. was dysfunctional, it didn't seem like they wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. Zero will. You were doing an investigation check on the desk, right, Rowan? Yes. 
Valen was? I was. Valen, I... Valen was, but okay. I thought Rowan stepped in after Valen was looking and said... No, I, I was talking about the scrolls. Oh, the scrolls, yeah. So you you see the, the scroll for Ken Watts. Uh... And I would respond to Rowan's question about it, uh, saying, um, you may be onto something, Rowan. Uh, this spell specifically allows for an individual to survive within a wardrobe for up to ten minutes. It, it could perhaps provide a, a sneaky way to slip into an area undiscovered. Yeah, and I'll... I'll sad. My, my face is sad, but I, I look at, uh, at Pinky uh, again. So, what you're saying, Valen, is, is these things could have been... Someone could have climbed into there, and then uh, the spell could have been planted, you know, brought inside and then planted, and then they could have stepped back out again without having to, you know, easily bypassing this butler. Uh, if I'm understanding the spell correctly, I believe it would require the cooperation of another. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, ben is uh, still like by the body after he handed the magnifying glass over to Valen. Uh, he's just gonna try to. He's gonna try to feel for time magic to try to know how long the body has been dead. Like how long the threads of time have stopped running through. Cool. The body. Okay. Um, do you, uh, what, how did you want to do that? years. <laughs> um, like religion maybe, or arcana something check? Yeah, for you, I would let you do either of those. Okay, they are, okay, I'll go with religion. Did the magnifying glass not tell you how long ago the power word kill was, was cast? It did. Right. Um, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that's what uh, killed him. No, that's true, but how long ago was that cast? Uh, at this point, it was 15 minutes. Yeah, um, so I got a 21 religion check. 21? Uh, yeah, it looks like the time of death lines up with the power word kill. Okay. Mm. Ben is kind of tuts to himself and nods his head. Uh, and as he's looking around and you hear him uh, kind of muttering just like, clues, clues, clues. <laughs> he's like <laughs> looking. And he kind of rubs his, his, his uh, eyebrows. And then he looks, is Pinky still there? Yeah, Pinky is just like, has now like climbed up onto the like lap of Kenwa. Oh. Uh, can I try to pick him up? Yeah, oh, like he, he's holding on. Okay. Oh. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, and Ben holds up his hand and casts Speak with Animals with uh, the Ring of Animal Influence. Question yeah. is whether a familiar is a beast. Yeah, familiar is not thinking. a beast. Okay. So yeah, Ben is like squat down on his haunches and casts like, you know, a flash comes out of the ring and he goes, Hey, Pinky, um, everything's going to be okay? Pinky does look at you with a look of, of understanding and just kind of like lowers lowers his head. I'm going to try to cast message to Pinky. Okay. And just ask, did you see anything? Again, I have no idea if this should work and, or and, not. And Ben out loud says, did you see anything? Uh, yeah, let me just, uh, I'd like the, mes <laughs> the message would reach him. Let me just read message. Point your finger towards a creature within range and whisper a message. Target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. How does that crown work that we have? It's awaken, uh, so it only works on beasts. Also, we might not have it. You cleverly got around our way to solve this problem. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky wasn't necessarily there either, you know? I'm surprised uh, Pinky is still there, metagaming. Yeah, Pinky might have like just ceased, ceased to, to exist. exist. That's or, what I was expecting. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think like Valen's passive Arcana knows that's what should happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's worth uh, that's worth knowing. Mm -hmm. Pinky, Pinky, in on all accounts, all spells that Kenwath was 
do the batting on or yeah like the, where, the butler as gone. well yeah yeah the whole, the whole tower, tower. collapse right the uh, tower should maybe not maybe no because if you cast that spell like 30 days in a row or 90 days in a row or something it becomes permanent it's the only way to make it permanent yeah um but when, when you say did you see anything he looks at all of you and, and shakes his head no and then like rubs his head yeah i'll so just we- share that fact with the rest of the group that it's odd for pinky to still be around yeah mm-hmm. yeah i thought as much hey little guy listen when we uh when, when you woke up over there by the fire do, do you remember you remember settling down by that fire and he shakes his head no mm, yeah what was the last thing you remember can you draw do you know how to write <laughs> he runs over to the desk uh and stands up on the desk and uh is like pantomiming and he points over at uh ken and then points in front of the desk mm-hmm. and then he was here and he nods his head yes Mm-hmm. And then he sort of acts like they're talking, and he's kind of messing up the papers on the desk, and like they were arguing, holds up the, <laughs> holds up the little thing of the wardrobe, and then like slams it down, and uh, he, then he just like falls over, and acts dead. Yeah, mm. there's an argument yeah. about papers in the wardrobe, maybe. I imagine that everyone looks at watches this, and then all of us but Ken turn and look at Ken. <laughs> <laughs> was he arguing but, with one of the family uh and pinky shakes his head no yeah the two of you were discussing the spell is that right he's like kind of with his hands mm-hmm. was anyone else there and he shakes his head no okay and then he simply dropped dead and he shakes his head no uh and oh, he you were knocked at himself. out you yeah. were knocked yeah. out you 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 then woke up in front of the fire and he nods yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm gonna put this out there and you know maybe i'm playing my hand a little early that we haven't really gathered everything up but it but it seems to me ooh, every time we've gone into that room where our bedroom uh, with uh, the... R- rowan and and ben looks at the open door and is like and like g- goes the huddle oh <laughs> right so i i don't think any of the family members were were involved yet i think we've got evidence that suggests uh Oh, oh, let me rephrase that. I don't think any of the family members were directly involved. Uh, we've got a lot of evidence that brings in a lot of them. Uh, what I think so far, and and I'm, I'm honing in here, but what I think happened so far is something to do with this spell. And I think, I, I think poor little Pinky here was the one that directly involved. And I think he was used by, by an external source. And like I said, I'm, I'm honing in yet, so things are, are still fuzzy. But but that's where I'm going. That's where my brain is right now, and I just wanted to share that with you guys. The, the abjuration spell is still on Pinky? Yes. Yeah. Uh, can I take ten minutes and cast Identify on Pinky? Sure, yeah. We have the perfume, the dagger of poison, and we have spells of necromancy. Is Yeah. And Pointing to Brie, three Brie different... looks around... For silverware, silver <laughs> candlesticks, um, or anything of the sort that might be silver in this room. Uh, there is a shocking lack of silver in this room. Mm-hmm. There are a Please. lot of precious metals, a lot of things made of precious metals, uh, but and no y- y- silver. Uh, make a make a perception check. So Bree is is like picking up objects around the room and being like bronze, <laughs> copper. Uh, that's a nineteen on perception. Uh, 19 yeah you are, are like making your way around the room yeah just like uh, looking you don't you don't see any silver in this room and no 
silver on the body? Not on the body, no. Okay. Um, uh, am I allowed to I mean, it does not put him at place of crime, but uh, he's another suspicion to be certain. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking, is that that's awfully convenient that we've got just enough evidence to implicate everybody. Um, um, does Pinky, does Pinky like wear any fancy clothes or is Pinky just like a cute marmot? Pinky's just a fuzzy marmot. The cutest. Um, I, I think I might go um, listen to what the family is saying. I say it to everybody quietly, and then I'm going to transform into something that looks a lot like Pinky. Okay, yeah, you, you okay. can match Pinky pretty, like Pinky, even though he himself is not a beast, is has taken the form of a marmot. So you can match him basically mm-hmm. exactly, I think. All right. And then I'm going to sneak as much as I can back out into the sitting room. Okay, make a stealth check. Very good idea. I net 20 it. So even if a marmot isn't very sneaky, I am right now. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> he's a really pudgy marmot. Yeah. He's yeah. by everybody. Yeah. Uh, let's ghost marmot. Just walks in whistling casually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not, not sneaky. Uh, so that would be uh, 24. Okay. So you, you go in and you can see the family are all sitting there looking around. Um, you can see Paulina kind of standing with Terry comforting him as he is just like leaned over. Just like, I don't, I, I don't understand how, why would somebody do this? I, how, how could somebody do this? He's, I mean, he's, He's dad. Like, he can't... I, I can't imagine how strong you'd have to be to be able to take him down. And Paulina says, there is obviously something more to this. Herrick, can you, for the rest of this evening, keep a close eye on Norbert? I don't want him getting away with this, if this is something that, that he's trying to pull. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has had a brief conversation with him tonight, and I believe that his motive is stronger than any of yours. And they all kind of nod knowingly. And Herrick says, I'm uh, I'm not going to let him pin this on me. I'm sure he's trying to take me in for something like this. I don't believe it was any of you. He like sort of looks over at Beatrice, who's just standing there silently, just staring into the fire. so ends another session of mystery and intrigue. Tune in next week as evidence is discovered, families are bothered, and Ben is probably still knockered. I think that's British for drunk. See you next week! <laughs>